That song's putting me into a trance. <laughs> Sit right back and get comfortable. I'm way too comfortable. You are listening to Broker Talk, the number one weekly real estate podcast hosted by brokers with almost 50 years of experience. We're old. In the real estate brokerage industry, including residential, commercial, investment, development, and marketing, including radio and television, magazines, books, websites, and, of course, podcasts. Your Broker Talk hosts today are Larry Lawfer and myself, Jim Lowenstern. Evan is on the board, and we're once again broadcasting from the top of the Castles Unlimited Space Needle in Boston, Massachusetts. Discount coupons are available at broker-talk.com. And send us all your, all your real estate-related questions to info at broker-talk.com. How are you doing today, Larry? I'm doing pretty good, Jim. Uh, it should be a great day. Uh, I wish I could say that the uh, former Arkansas uh, Razorback, Jimmy Garoppolo, had uh, won the uh, Super Bowl uh, because our guest is from Arkansas. Uh, Jeff Sherry, I met him 2010. It was my first week in the uh, industry. I was living in Dallas at that time. Jeff came over from Arkansas where he was the uh, foreclosure king. If you remember, there were hundreds of thousands of foreclosures at that time, and uh, Jeff had a way of, of uh, getting these listings, I think from several different banks, but uh, he's also uh, trained in uh, this type of work. Uh, how are you doing, Jeff? Doing good. Doing good. How are y'all? I'm, I'm thrilled to have you here. We've uh, wanted to talk uh, to you for a while. So what's going on down there in your state? It is raining, raining, and raining. Raining money, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Raining, well, raining listings, a- buyers. So, um, Jeff, uh, when we met, we were working for a, a, a different brokerage. You moved over to Keller Williams, and as I remember, you built up that Little Rock uh, office to being one of the most successful before you peeled off to uh, start your new place, which is uh, a called Aspire Realty. What are you guys aspiring to? Well, we just wanted a brokerage where... It was only top producers. Uh, you had to have a certain threshold, so it was more like-minded bro- uh, agents working with each other. Yeah, the good ones, not the bad ones. Right, exactly. So how do you determine that? Is that just a, because this is a uh, uh, question I've had. I think there are leaders in our industry and there's leadership in our industry. The leaders are the ones that close the most deals. The leadership are not always the people who close the most deals, but um, they keep the uh, fires burning for the profession. What are your thoughts? Well, the way that we have it set up is, is all the owners have to, Anybody that is that qualifies uh, with uh, their sales to be at the company, we'll interview them, and actually all five owners have to vote yes on that agent to, to even be a part of the company. It's got to be a unanimous decision. What if you have to impeach somebody? You need all five again? Uh, yeah. It's, every, it's, it's completely all of us are either in on somebody or out on somebody. 
So let's let's get down and actually talk about uh, talk about the business. Are there still a, a, a lot of foreclosures out there in the market right now? Here in Central Arkansas, it, there's it's slower, um, but HUD, VA, a lot of them do a moratorium over the holidays where they won't uh, foreclose on properties or kick people out of their houses. So it's starting to pick back up now uh, with the eviction. So typically now through the end of the summer is when you see the majority of the listings come out. And that's not all you do. It's just the majority of what you do, correct? Right. That, that's what I do personally. Uh, then I have my team. They uh, do traditional real estate. Uh, they deal with all the buyers. Uh, and then I just focus on the actual REO side of it. And so you're doing that with one, two, five banks? I have HUD. I have VA. Uh, I do some Bank of America. And then I have probably eight to ten smaller, like one-off banks uh, that probably anywhere from five to ten listings a year, not a whole lot of volume. One of the things I said at the very beginning, uh, Jeff, is that uh, all agents come from somewhere. I know that uh, you served our country, thank you very much, uh, in um, uh, Desert Storm, as I remember. Um, can you talk about how that has affected your life and, and what it means in your real estate life? I think, well, when I was, I was Afghanistan, um, you know, Iraq, all those, uh, those places. And it's the military just, uh, just gives you the drive for me. It just, uh, I just work and work and work and don't stop working. And, uh, I don't give up. Uh, you know, it took me five years to get my first HUD listing and I called and emailed them every single day. It took me six years to get my first VA listing, and I called and emailed them every week until, you know, I just bulldog it. And that's something that I got from the military. It's just keep on trucking. <laughs> so, 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 Jeff, is it uh, AspireRealtyLR.com? Um, yes. Okay, well, what's the LR stand for? Uh, for Little Rock. Rock. Little Rock, okay, of course. I mean, I'm looking at it. Um, so I'm, I'm just trying to do the numbers. So I'm looking at a three-bedroom, three-bath house, new construction in uh, a beautiful new neighborhood. Um, open floor plan, each bedroom, bath being whatever. It's new construction for 369000 So what, what does a lot of land go for? Um, this particular listing... I'm pulling up is um, twenty three hundred square feet. I don't see the lot size yet. What what does a typical lot go for in in Little Rock? Uh, in Little Rock, the typical lot is uh, well, it's going to be around a, a quarter to about point four acres, and uh, that's going to run you anywhere from seventy to around a hundred thousand. Okay, so. Perfect. Seven seventy thousand. They're asking three sixty nine nine, which is basically three seventy. So, my question is, and, and maybe maybe you don't even know the answer, but it's a, it's a serious question for me. How do you build for fifty dollars a foot? 
these guys, these these builders build in mass quantities of, of homes, and they throw them up really, really fast. And their crews just do one after the next, after the next, after the next. And they no, I'm, I'm wrong. It's $130 a foot. But even that, uh, I mean, that's including their profit if they get right. full price. Right, yeah, right. So they must be building no more than about $100 a foot, which is still pretty miraculous. Cost of living is much yeah. different in Arkansas than it is here in Massachusetts. Maybe. Yeah, it's a lot It's a lot lower. It, they typically build for the houses that's 80 to, uh, 80 to $100 a square foot is what the average builder will have in property. Yeah. Okay. We had a guest on last week, uh, Jeff, and he is working in Denver. He is a HUD lender, and he is going around the country trying to build, help uh, communities build affordable rental housing. Uh, You guys should know each other because perhaps you have um, land in an area where that would make sense down there. I'll connect you guys uh, off the air. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So you've been at this a long time, uh, well, certainly 10 years, and I'm just kind of curious. I I have done very little short sales and REO work. Um, It's, for me, it's uh, emotionally draining to uh, work with these clients who have lost everything or losing everything. Um, do Do you have that issue? In, in Little Rock? We have some, I have, you know, we have some issues with that, like when I have to do evictions with the Sheriff's Department on somebody with a VA loan, me being a veteran and knowing I'm, you know, evicting a veteran doesn't go over with well with me, but yeah. I try to just make it as smooth as possible for them, as easy and as painless for them. As they, you know, having to find somewhere else. A lot of times, I'll help them find another place to go, sure. uh, and that, that 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 helps me. Uh, you know, just knowing that I'm helping them because, regardless, they're going to get thrown out of the house. Yeah, whether you were there or not, the, the, it's a process. So let, let's talk about Arkansas. Uh, is it um, is it a state that is having um, more tech move in, more retirees move in? Uh, has there been a demographic change? No, it's it, it pretty much stays the same. Um, at least for like the, about the last seven to ten years. Uh, I know we just got voted one of the top five places for newlyweds to move to, which I don't understand that. I don't know why you moved to Arkansas if you just got married. Uh, there was years ago. There was a big boom up in northwest Arkansas. Uh, but that seems to be over now around, you know, Walmart, Tyson, J.B. Hunt, those big names around the university. But other than that, it's really just kind of stayed the same for about five to seven years. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, it's uh, uh, it's right next to Texas, you know, where we can, f- we can find you on the map. We know that uh, um, Kansas City is in Kansas and not Missouri here. Um, <laughs> but uh, hey, was I wrong? Uh, is was Garoppolo a Razorback? I 
I don't know. Who was the I, quarterback that came from? I know that you're a, you're a huge fan. Um, that came, your quarterback came from uh, your college team and came to my pro team uh, as a backup to Brady. It was, it was Ryan Mallett. All right. Well, we're uh, way, way off real estate now. So um, <laughs> well, let, let's talk about your marketplace, how national disruptors or large franchisees are uh, making changes in your marketplace, or, or maybe they're not. But uh, I'm curious, uh, who, who are your biggest competitors? Uh, well, let's, let's start off. Uh, describe your company. Do you have a physical office? Is it a virtual company? Do you have more than one office? How many agents? Things like that. So we have, uh, we do have brick and mortar building um, that we own, and uh, we have one entire floor. It's a three-story building. We have one entire floor of it. We have um, 23, 26 agents, I think, total. Uh, I have to ask Jason, who basically runs the company for us, uh, the exact number. Uh, and... Our biggest competition here is actually other boutique companies. Uh, the big franchises that do the volume by agent count, uh, they're not really uh, the most successful in our marketplace. Interesting. So uh, I see uh, when I Googled Aspire Realty Little, Little Rock, Jay Calhoun comes up. Is is Jay the one you were just mentioning? No, no, Jay. Jay's awesome. Jay used to be on my team, and uh, uh, but Jason Stone is he's our he's our front desk guy. He's our CFO. He's he's the glue to the company. He knows everything about the company. Uh, I don't know if he's on the website or not. He's he might not be because he doesn't like to get put out there, but. His name's Jason Stone, and he's the man that runs. He runs the place. Okay. And now you just put him out there. I did. I did that on purpose. He's going to love me. <laughs> I'll make sure I send it directly to him. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I learned a great deal from you uh, early on in my career about what was important and what uh, what isn't important in selling a house. Uh, can you describe your your process a little bit? Hey, what do you, well, as far as as far as what? <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, well, I remember that place that we walked into uh, north of Dallas. Um, you you walked around. And you pointed out different things that that would be of value to us who are going to put it on the market for your company. Um, I was just kind of curious uh, if you have any training programs and or, or how is it that you, when you go into a property, what are you looking for and how do you get it out onto the market? Well, with, with what I do being REOs, most of them are damaged. Uh, so that's the first thing I look for is all the damage. The second thing I look for is what's good about the property that I can market that will offset the damage. Uh, you know, the holes in walls, the missing appliances, uh, you know, looking at the, the upside of it. 
uh, of their property. And I've done this for so long now that I just go through my it just goes through my brain real fast, and I'm I'm always just thinking, well, this house needs ten thousand, but it's going to be worth another forty thousand if they if they put this ten thousand into it and do these specific things. And that's what I try to convey to all my investors and, and all my people uh, are those things. So do you work to, uh, generally? I mean, I, I would assume because if I had a whole bunch of REOs I was cranking through up here that I would have builders out my uh, out my back door wanting to work with me because we you then would be their bird dog. Right. Yeah, we have uh, we have a lot of investors. uh that are always calling us, but I have, I have a rule. I won't work with an investor if that investor will work with another agent. I don't like investors and I don't like people who call, they just go agent to agent to try to find the deals. Uh, I sell a, a tremendous amount of foreclosures. It's just me and another guy. If, uh, if you're not just going to work exclusively, exclusively with me, then you're not going to get a heads up on any deals that I have coming or any properties that haven't hit the market that are coming. Well, that, that makes sense too, though, doesn't it? I, I think so. I, I think so because if you're not going to be loyal to me, then I'm not going to waste, I'm not, I'm not going to spend my time trying to help you out. Um, are you still hiring new people? If somebody comes in and they're a producer and you know, the five uh, say yes, are you still looking for people? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're always looking for anybody who meets the criteria and who will fit within the company and mesh within mesh within the company. So I think it's uh, it's interesting that both of us worked for um, large firms, and then given our uh, experience, then uh, went off to a different. Uh, I'm here with Jim and Castles Unlimited, and and we're not a boutique. We're in you know three different states, four states, and um, uh, a bunch of offices. But we don't have the big uh, play that uh, any of these big offices have. Which really to don't say that we we do we do we have leverage. Leverage is international. We have the Castles uh, network. For luxury property, uh, you know, don't sell us short. Well, I'm not. I'm Take not. That back. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Put that now. down now. <laughs> Actually, what I was saying is that we don't have an international. We're not Keller Williams. We're not Remax. We're not Compass. We're not EXP, uh, and neither is Aspire. We're better. Well, we think we're better. We are better. You're going to argue with me? You're going to lose. <laughs> Broker Talk is sponsored today by Castles Unlimited, where you get the best real estate offers online. Go to castlesunlimited.com for all your real estate needs. So you just get our, our the best offers online? <laughs> what the, what? Okay. Best real estate offers online go to Castle. You're right. Oh, I, there I, we I, go. I said it wrong. There we it go. was an exclamation point, and I didn't say it. Best real estate offers online. Go to castlesunlimited.com for all your real estate needs. So, Jeff, you I have had to charge uh, us twice for that one. Yeah, exactly. I, I, uh, Jeff, I had called you a couple of times uh, before. We were trying to put in a uh, uh, a new bit into our show about 
um, funny stuff that happens to us. And I know that you have had some amazing stories uh, over the years. Does anyone come to mind? Oh, there's so many. Uh, there's some. That's probably the best ones are some of the conversations I have with with buyers. Because uh, we always try to pre-qualify them on the phone. Sure. And ask this lady, she paying cash uh, or getting a loan. If she's paying cash, I need proof of funds. If she's getting a loan, I need a pre-approval letter. Sure. She's very adamant that she keeps telling me that she's going to pay cash for her loan. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I tried to get her to because I started laughing, and I'm just like, "Can you explain to me how do you do that?" I've never heard of that program, and for I, I, it was five seven minutes. <laughs> He's arguing with me about paying cash for her loan. She's not going to pay with a check, right? Is that what it came out to be? No, she's. <laughs> who knows? I don't she's know what still, it was. Oh, you still don't know. <laughs> I never let up no. until I figure it out. Okay, well, that's my guess. She was going to pay in cash. Her her loan, but she had a loan. Right. But right. she didn't but, have a loan. That's she was going to pay the monthly in cash. Yeah. You know, Yeah. out of her pocket. I can imagine going down to the bank with a wheelbarrow. Yeah, crumpled singles or something. <laughs> I don't know. Matinee what, money. What did she do for work? She was probably a waitress. There's no telling. There was no what? No telling. We did. We didn't make it. We didn't make it to any property, so I didn't really get to talk to her much after that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You you qualified her, and she wasn't qualified. <laughs> Pretty much. So so after what? That. So, so what are the biggest um, biggest mistakes you've done in in the industry? In, uh, that in, in that your would be career? that'd be so far, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> The, the besides besides doing this podcast. <laughs> uh, I would say my biggest mistake that I made was getting out of real estate for the year that I uh, was uh, team leader at Keller Williams. Yeah. Yep. I would say that was the, instead of just staying and selling real estate like I know how to do and do all those things, trying to do that company, even though we did phenomenal. That was probably my biggest mistake. You were a very grumpy guy to talk to it during that time. That's a tough job, that team leader. So team leaders don't don't sell real estate. Well, they have licenses and and but they don't actively uh, have listings. No. Um, but anyway, hey, I had my wife had to get her license, and she took over my business for a year, which she was so happy to do. Yeah, of course she was. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Has she given it back to you yet? Your your business said this. Um, do you have any new plans? Um, uh, I know you said you're you're looking for agents, so there's going to be a growth model. Um, what are you doing with all your money? Are you investing in real estate? I I didn't hear. No, I'm sorry. We both missed that. Like for for the the company or myself? Oh, for yourself. You know, I got those two rugrats running around here, and they're expensive. I met your wife; she's worth it. Yeah, she's well. Um, she wasn't in the rugrats, but I, you could put her in that one too. So I got three of them, and you know, they're all 
they're all expensive, and I'm looking at retiring uh, in May, May 11th on my 40th birthday. Good for you. I know that that was a plan of yours. I mean, I'm gonna, my team will still function. I'll still keep a license. I just won't no longer participate in the daily day-to-day business. The grind. Well, good for you. So, uh, oh. ha- have we done our sponsorship yet? We did. Time, time to go. <laughs> I, I, I think. Uh, do you have anything else to add, uh, Jeff? No, I just appreciate y'all having me on. Okay. Uh, Jeff Sherry from uh, Aspire uh, Real Estate in Little Rock. Um, he's the guy to go see in that area. Absolutely. Broker Talk is a weekly podcast hosted by real estate industry professionals and always dedicated to telling it like it is. Until next week, I'm Jim Lowenstern. And I'm Larry Lawfer. Thanks so much, Jeff. Wishing you the best out there.